Woodhouse offers confidence as your trusted auto partner. With 18 brands and 16 convenient full-service dealerships, you can easily shop the latest models, discover a pre-owned vehicle that meets your list of must-haves, or conveniently maintain your current vehicle. And our knowledgeable and local team is ready to help, providing you the solutions to get you on the road faster, whether online at woodhouse.com or in person. Experience the difference with Woodhouse, a trusted auto partner since 1975. In the last four or five years, maybe, maybe even three, the term personal branding has kind of gone away. And now we use titles like influencer or creator, which is fine. But I think it takes the power away from what personal branding actually is. Because when you say personal branding, it puts a big emphasis on the word personal. Like that's you. But when you look at influencers and, and experts or creators, they oftentimes operate as if it's not personal. You know, they do things online and in a world that really just terrorizes their personal brand. It just, it tears them down completely and it's embarrassing. I think we got to bring back personal branding. So today I want to talk about three personal branding secrets you did not know. What's good, people? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Personal Branding Playbook. I'm your host, Coach Chris. And before I get into anything, I'm launching an exclusive show, an exclusive podcast. It's going to be called Empire Building. It'll be over on Supercast. Shout out to the team over there. We're setting up a lot of great things, a lot of great products and tools and resources over on the Milestone Club Podcast Network. We just launched our new show, Refine and Reframe. Got a lot going on, man. Make sure you check it out in the description below empire building we're going to talk about building an empire online i think this is what most people want to do you know this is what everybody's focused on is building their own empire and obviously that show is going to be ad free it'll be a lot of resources and tools in there definitely ask me anything we're doing that weekly so you can ask all your questions and stuff and i even have i'm using some of my hollywood connections on this man i'm bring some people in to have some amazing personal brands around the world artists musicians songwriters all of that stuff people in that industry some people in you know the acting industry all of that i'm bringing in some heavy hitters onto the exclusive show only so again make sure you check that out man it's going to be linked down in the description below empire building now we're not launching the content just yet we take some time but if you sign up now you can get that exclusive discount pricing right so make sure you check that out so the first secret I got to get to in this personal branding thing is, and I think this is the most important, it's going to take time. When you're building a great brand, especially now because so many people are doing it, it's going to take more time than you think. In the beginning, you think, oh, this is going to be fast. This will be super easy. But the truth is, it's going to take you time. And when I say time, I mean five years. One of my favorite books, and I talk about this all the time, is Mastery by Robert Greene. And... The best example in that book is about a blacksmith. The blacksmith, you know, you back in the day, you had to be an apprentice to another blacksmith for at least 10 years before you could open your own shop as a blacksmith. Now, I don't think it takes you 10 years to become an expert now. I believe we have a lot of resources and tools and the world is just overall easier. So it's not going to take you as much time to do something, to learn one thing and really get good at one skill. But I will say 
because of that, because of the ease in which it is, you know, to become an expert or become skilled at something, that's why so few people do it because it's actually harder now because you, you, it requires more focus. It requires more drive, you know, because you can try to do 50 different things at once. If you want to build your own business online or whatever, it's easy to get distracted by so many different lanes to go in. You got e-commerce. Now everybody's into NFTs. You got crypto, real estate, all kind of things you could jump into. But the problem with that is you don't really have your own lane. I'm a firm believer that you need to create your own lane and really live in that space to get the best possible results for your life personally. When you become one of those people that just jumps on any trend and whatever's popular, whatever's making money, you're doing it, you're into it. You really dilute your brand because nobody can refer you for anything. Nobody can say, hey, this person is really good at that. I can you go talk to him. I can send you over there and I know you're going to be well taken care of because that's his major skill. Most people don't have that kind of focus. So if you are one of those people that becomes an expert, then you have a massive advantage over the rest of the world. Now, like I said, this is going to take you about five years and five years because you get tested in that time. You learn so much in that time. And in year one and year two, you feel like you're learning a lot. You feel like you're doing a lot, like you're making a lot of progress, which you are. But it really takes at least five years to build it up to the level, you know, to where you can make six figures a year easily. You know, it becomes easier after that five year point. Nobody talks about that part of like the development stage you know it's cool to start online business and all of that but i'm telling you now anybody telling you that you can build an amazing brand and have a six-figure business in 90 days they're just trying to sell you a product that that's it they don't even have a six-figure business if they weren't selling you that product they wouldn't make six figures and most of them will say they are they still aren't trust me i know these people behind the scenes so it's going to take time and that's not to discourage you. That's actually a good thing because you earn your way to that top echelon. You know, you have to put the work in to be there. You don't just get thrown in conversations. You don't get referred. You don't get access to certain things. You don't get that elite status in a year's time, in two years time. And one thing I actually like about the five year aspect of it is after during that time, you meet so many amazing people. You learn so many things that. You stay around longer, you know, you're going to stay in that lane longer. Most of the people I see that blow up really fast, they fall just as fast. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I did uh, actually months ago now, maybe I did an episode on Fresh and Fit and they were one of the top dating podcasts because their show was built around Instagram models, you know, bringing them on and talking to them and really kind of Kevin Samuels esque. But they were for a different crowd, kind of for the younger generation of men that you know, didn't really have a lot of success with women. It was entertaining at a certain point, but then I realized that it was really a gimmick and it wasn't even purposely done by them. I think their show became a gimmick because they didn't really have as much structure as they thought they had. And they blew up really, really fast. And because of that, they didn't have to necessarily earn their way to the longevity standpoint. You know, I think when you earn it, like if they had been podcasting for, they had their show for at least, even at least two years before they blew up, they would appreciate their platform much more. 
right? They would have not have had issues with Kevin Samuels, the issues with Abba and Preach, with all these other creators, because they earned their spot. They built those relationships. Now, not to say they didn't build relationships or anything, but they wouldn't be so willing to burn bridges and disrespect people and all this stuff. Like you want to protect your platform more when you actually work for it. But if it blows up quickly, you didn't have to really put in that much work, then you don't really realize the power of it. The fact that, you know, one of the hosts, Myron, was leveraging the platform to get women to sleep with those women. That, that right there shows you he doesn't appreciate the platform because it wasn't anything that had to be built over a long span of time. And I, I think with now with life being so easy, everything being so fast that's a downside is everything is so fast and easy you don't appreciate things at the same level you know if you had to work five years to build something you're gonna protect that damn near with your life right like what i've built with the personal branding playbook and my personal brand overall as a podcaster as a host as a content creator i don't want anybody tarnishing that brand name because it took me years to build it so the five-year thing sounds terrible and it sounds bad and all this stuff, but trust me, it is not. It is there to actually help you. It's going to protect you, you know, because during that five-year time period, you're going to learn so much more. And there's some things you have to learn through experience. You can't learn through a book or a course or a coaching program. You got to learn through dealing with it yourself. And that's what that five-year window is for. And I was the same when I started, like, man, it's going to take me two years or three years. And now here I am, end of year five, and I'm like, okay, now I'm there, you know? So it takes that time. So you got to be ready for that. Now, the second thing, the second secret to personal branding is that relationships are everything. Like uh, the, most, the most important thing I've done in the last year and a half, I would say the last two years, is I started taking my business relationships more seriously. I made it a priority to connect with the right people and build the right relationships that I, where I could be beneficial to that person and they could be beneficial to me down the line. It really all came to a head recently working on castosity with my partner, Tony Garnaccia. You know, at that point, I realized that, man, I actually do have these relationships because the last two years speaking at events and speaking at virtual events and helping people out with their online programs and all these different things. Like I just worked with so many people the past two years and it really, really changed my life because in the first, in the beginning, the first three years of entrepreneurship for me, I was really chilling, creating content and helping whoever I could. You know, I was doing a lot of work for free. I didn't really take it serious. I didn't have as much structure as I should have had. I didn't run my businesses properly. You know, I just, I was all over the place, honestly, but then I learned that if I do this the right way, I can actually have some major benefits. I could, you know, change my life if I do it the right way. And that's when I started taking a relationship seriously. And this was before the software was even in mind. But now that the software is launching, I was able to go back to all of those podcasters, the companies, the brands, the experts, the hosts that I've worked with in the past two years. And they're willing to work with the brand in launching the platform. That doesn't happen if I don't have relationships. So it's like who you know, it's not just who you know either. I hate that saying, it's not what you know is who you know. Because even if you know somebody, if you don't have a relationship with them, then it doesn't really go anywhere. It's no use in knowing them. Because uh, I know people who reach out to me randomly and they always ask for stuff and it never goes anywhere. 
I know a lot of people who reach out to me and they always ask to work together or do stuff. And I know it's not going to go anywhere. I can say, yeah, yeah, we'll link up. And I know they're not going to do the work because they're not that kind of person. It's nothing against them. It's just not who they are. They are not good at building relationships. So building a relationship really is about connecting with people that are going to be valuable to your situation and your path. I think part of that too is releasing those people that aren't. Like I had friends in college, we were super cool. Nothing against them. It's just, they are the nine to five type of people. You know, they watch the news every day. You know, that's not the kind of person that I am. So I can't really be around those people that much. Therefore, I have to remove those connections and add more people and connect with the people who are, you know, have my way of thinking and not that necessarily agree with everything I think, but they're on the same path of life as me. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's the same for relationships. You know, when you're in a relationship with your significant other, y'all got to be on the same page. It has to be the same path. If not, it's not going to work. It's that simple. So keeping your relationships is the hard part. Like connecting with people at events and all of that stuff is actually easy. You can go there and just talk to people and boom, it's that easy. The hard part is not only connecting with somebody, but then keeping that relationship. One thing I like to do is I have my CRM. I've been using the HubSpot for years. I love it. I just send emails to people and just say, hey, how are you? How's the family? I try to do that at least once a month now because that once a month outreach, it is a game changer because now if that person runs into somebody that wants to launch a show or needs help making money from their show, they immediately think of me because we just talked literally two days ago. And I didn't ask them for anything. I just reached out to say what's up. And I, that's another part of relationships I don't like. It don't be that person that only reaches out when you need something or you want something. You know, I reach out to a lot of my family back home in L.A. just to say hi. You know, even if I do need something, I will not ask because I just want you to know I care about our relationship. So we can just hold a conversation. You know, I call my dad all the time just to talk and just say what's up. That's it. I don't ask for anything. I'm not begging for anything. I'm not doing none of that because I think that can really ruin our relationship. If every time I talk to you, I'm asking for something. And then a lot of people do that in business and don't realize they're doing it. If you reach out to somebody once every blue moon, and then when you do talk to them, you're always asking for something. Can you promote this? Or can you send this to your list? Or can I be on your show? At that point, you've ruined the relationship. Now they hate to see you coming because they know you're going to ask for something. Now, if they're planning something big or they want people to be a part of it, you can't be a part of it because you're the guy that's only asking for stuff. You're the lady who is only popping up when it benefits her in some kind of way. You're not actually there to help other people because you don't think about other people that way. I think the best way to build relationships, especially now, is to just give. And it's literally the easiest thing. I don't understand why people don't do it. I mean, when you see your friend promoting something or whatever on the timeline, on your dashboard or whatever, literally give them a like, comment on whatever post it is, and then share it. It's that simple. I've subscribed to maybe at least 50 YouTube channels, and it's people who I don't even know personally. I just support them. So I watch every video. I like, I like it, and then I share it somewhere. At least 50 channels. Uh, some people, I don't even care to watch the video. I just I just follow and subscribe just to support them because we're connected. I know who they are and I want their content to do well. That's the kind of support you need to show to other people if you want that shown to your 
projects, your content, your new products. You got to be willing to show that love too. And I want people to look at my YouTube channel and say, wow, this is really valuable. This is really helpful. Let me share this to somebody. So if I want that same energy, I got to give it out and put it out in the world. Too many of us are expecting things. We don't give anything out. But when you start giving it out, man, I'm telling you, it's going to come back tenfold. It'll change your life. So if you want to build relationships now, you can make it easy. Literally find five people that are either doing something that you want to do or you're in the same field or whatever. Somebody you want to be connected to only five people. This is a very easy way to start. Get their name and email. Follow them on at least one social platform where they create content. Then whenever they post anything, show them love. You know, you have their name and email every three or four weeks. Reach out, send the email. Just five people for one month. Send them two emails just saying what's up, saying, hey, how you doing? Even if they don't answer, you sent the email, you reached out. Right. Then you show them that love online. I'm telling you, it's going to change the game. Eventually, you build a list up. For me as a podcaster, it's easier because I'm interviewing people all the time. You build a list up where you have like 50, 60 people. Like this show's alumni program is insane. It's ridiculous. The kind of people that I've had on this platform and I have their email and their phone number and I can literally call those people and ask a question. It's life changing. So that, that's my process is to follow them, show their content, love, and then just send emails. Even if I'm emailing their assistant. I was an email to your assistant like, hey, I'm just checking in on so-and-so. You know, I want to see how he's doing. Just, you know, say hi. Obviously, they might say they're too busy to respond, which is cool. But I want them to know I'm reaching out. I want them to know that I care about our relationship. That stuff goes a long way, man. So the last secret you did not know about personal branding, and this is this is a big one. Your follower count does not matter it does not matter and i say this because i see so many people that are stuck to this stuff man it's ah, it's so frustrating to see it because i I will say i think follower count is valuable you know i know that if the personal branding playbook is on instagram and we have ten thousand followers i can leverage that to make more money from the show yeah it's valuable i'm not saying it's useless but it doesn't matter nearly as much as you think it does it all comes down to your goals, right? It, what's your goal? For me, my goal is not to be an Instagram person where I make money from posting content and stuff. Like, yeah, it'd be cool to post product and get paid. That'd be nice. You know, I'd be, obviously it'll be dope to get free clothes or whatever. Yeah, that'd be amazing. But that's not my main goal. My main goal is to build major brands that impact the world in a positive way. And then invest in other companies that impact the world in a positive way. None of that relies on Instagram or Twitter or any social media, honestly. That comes down to relationships and knowing the right people and being experienced and knowledgeable and a bunch of other skills that social media doesn't really provide. Or you don't really need to be successful on social media. So when I see people obsessing over this, I always have to ask, what's your goal? Like, what do you want? And then if they're like, oh, I want to build my business. I want to get clients and stuff. I'm like, okay, well, you can do all of that without a following. Now, if you want to be an influencer, then yeah, you need followers. True. But I don't, and I, I've had debates about this. I don't think anybody's goal should be to be an influencer. I don't think that's a smart goal. And obviously it sounds crazy because influencers get paid and make money, blah, blah, blah. But I believe there's more longevity and a ton of other things that come with that influence. 
right? Like, let's say Castosity, we launch it. It does very well. We help 10,000 podcasters make $1,000 from their show. We help people make millions of dollars. That would give me the influence of 10,000 plus followers on Instagram, if not more, right? Like, let's, let's think about that, really. What's more valuable, me having 10,000 followers or helping 10,000 people make $1,000? It's obvious helping people make money is going to be more valuable. So I think if you're chasing influence, you don't really have your passion or purpose kind of figured out yet. So you lean on that, like, oh, I just want to be a celebrity and I'm going to get paid to post stuff, which, again, it's fine. It's your prerogative. I get it. But it's not something that really lasts that long. Very few people have the talent to stick around that long as an influencer. And if you look around this year, you notice that most of the influencers and celebrities just been getting their heads chopped off for saying they don't like certain cereal and stuff like that. Like you can say anything now, your influence is gone. Now, if you are impacting the world in a positive way, doing something else that comes with influence, yeah, people might be mad at you, they might be upset, but you really aren't going anywhere because you're too valuable to the world. That's the truth. And I think that's why I don't care about follower counts because I know that at the end of the day, that does not impact my impact on the world. That doesn't measure anything. That just measures how many people have seen my profile and decided to follow it. That's it. That, that's it. And plus, if you look at what it takes to get followers now, if you're on Twitter, you got to post platitudes all the time or pay other people to retweet your stuff. And you got to put in a lot of effort for that. A lot of money. Instagram or Facebook, you're definitely going to put money into that unless you're a celebrity or something or to get popular online. You got to be in some drama, get in news or something, be a trending topic. Then you can get attention. But now if you want to keep that attention, you got to keep one up in yourself and be more dramatic and more chaotic the next time. It's just a never ending cycle. That's why I believe you should build your influence around something you actually care about. You should actually offer the world something. That right there is what makes you irreplaceable, right? So now you're going to have people that follow you. You're going to have supporters. It's going to be different people from all walks of life that you would never expect because you have a real passion and purpose behind it. That influencer follower stuff is really emptiness. Like, let's be honest. Most of the Instagram girls that have guys following them, it's emptiness. It's emptiness. It doesn't mean anything. Same as the fitness community, like it's emptiness. It's not really valuable. Like there are some people that are doing it because they want to help people lose weight and get in shape and live healthier and all that stuff. But overall, it's emptiness It's vanity. And and less another part of it, I almost forgot this. A lot of it is fake. A lot of the people you're looking at like, wow, they have a big account. They are fake followers. It's fake engagement. I've seen people like I know, like I've had people on my show and I'm like, oh, yeah, this would be great for the show. They have 30,000 on Instagram. This is going to be amazing when they promote it. And then I go and see the post and it's like eight likes. I kid you not. I had a guy on the show who had like 30,000 followers and I should have did a little more research, but I saw his follower count and I know him from Facebook. So I'm like, he's cool. I go and look at his Instagram and his last 10 posts didn't get past like 300 likes. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. You have 30,000 followers and you can't get to a thousand likes. That's not even 10% of you. That's ridiculous. That's out of pocket. So I say all of that to say you should not lean on follower count. You should not look for it. You should not care about it because, again, it is irrelevant.
it is irrelevant unless your goal is to be an influencer. And again, I'm not judging you or anything, but I would say you should put more effort into building something outside of influence because influence comes with building something special, honestly. So put your energy into building something special and you'll get the same result of influence. And all of these things I'm breaking down today is just to give you a perspective on building a personal brand and what it really takes, because I know the other people out there that are telling you could be an influencer and telling you they can blow up your accounts and all of this stuff, make it seem and make you feel like you can do all of this stuff in, in a couple of days or in a couple of weeks or even in a year. I'm be honest with you. If you want to build something really special, that's really going to help people and help the world It's going to take some time. Like you shouldn't even think about anything like, you shouldn't even think about anything super big until th year three. Once you get past year three, going into year four, that's when you're like, okay, we're getting somewhere. Like that's part of the process. And I know I sound crazy and I sound like I'm being super negative. I'm just saying, if you want to build something special, it will take time. But if you're one of the few people that can do it, if you can stick with it for that three years, four years, five years, I'm telling you in year five, you will know it is changing. Your entire life will change. You'll be in a different tax bracket. You'll start attracting different spouses. You'll get, be attracting different opportunities. Your life will change overall. It's a complete shift that happens when you get towards the end of the cycle. So make sure you check out the empire building podcast is going to be exclusive it will be on other platforms but you got to access it through the link down below we're going to be talking about some serious stuff on there i got some great amazing guests make sure you check it out i'll see you next time this podcast is heard along the marketing podcast network for more great marketing podcasts visit marketingpodcasts.net